the first three rows. The gray zone is after row three. I'm just teasing you. How many of you were here last night? How many of you got something out of last night? Well, let me reveal to you what somebody in this meeting got out of last night. How many of you would like to see the revelation of what somebody got out of last night? You may laugh, but I think this person needs to be ashamed of himself. But uh, this is what he got out of last night. Remember when I spoke about Hendrik van Aswegen and he had a health, a fingers like bananas? <laughs> and he became an artist? Well, if Uncle Hendrik, he's in heaven now, but thank God, he, he, if, he, if he must have seen this, he would have been hurt for the rest of his life. Now, I'm going to reveal to you, it's your wonderful friend Randy over here. This is his brainchild. Look at that. Brother, can you just take this out of my hand, please? Because I don't know how to... Just don't break the bananas, okay? Okay. Praise the Lord. Well, you remember I spoke about you need to be creative. Well, he got really creative, and that's what he got out of last night. I just want to thank Pastor uh, uh, Lee Brown for... The passionate way that he explained ministry. Um, can I be honest with you, church? As much as I pour out every week, uh, I must be honest with you that that uh, most of the time my desire is is not to do this anymore. But 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 the calling of the Lord is not something that you can just take off and throw it away. Once the Lord put that calling on you, you cannot get you you're going to die with that mantle upon your life. So. Uh, pray for us because in the next, I'm, I'm 64, I'll be 65 in, in July, and um, I need to make uh, difficult decisions in the next two years, I would say, maybe even in the next year. I don't know how to transition. I don't know how to transition into what. I have a lot to give. I want to write a lot of books. I want to, um, like Pastor just told you, uh, Thursday, Friday night, we expect a lot of people in Houston at the conference, Outpouring of the Holy Spirit, uh, Friday morning, we have 70-plus choice leaders. Uh, this is not an open invitation. It's only uh, leaders that we invite because we, we, we can only speak to so many at a time. So pray for me. There's a lot of heavy decisions that need to be made um, in July. Pray for no tonight, 11 o'clock tonight, uh, Dr. Duong from China arrive in Houston. Tomorrow night he will speak in a church in Houston. Uh, Thursday, Friday, he will be with us in the upper room. Saturday morning, I will sit down with him and we will discuss in detail uh, Hong Kong this year, July. Uh, next week, I will probably have to buy my tickets to go to Hong Kong in order to get good prices because July is high season uh, and you normally pay much more for that time of the year. Uh, so thank you, Pastor Lee, um, for... Uh, explaining our needs, um, we, we really, uh, I've said it to a church the other day that our ministry has come to a point where offerings does not cover our budget. Uh, if the Lord does not raise up people that help us, um, 
then we cannot cover our budget because to, to work with leaders on a global scale is very challenging. But it's very rewarding because what the Lord is doing is just amazing. So pray that God will help me to pace my life in such a way that I will get rest. Because when I, when I am rested out, the anointing on me is stronger. The prophetic anointing on me is much sharper. And I've seen that. Um, so rest is just as important as flowing in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The two goes hand in hand. Now, Pastor, I want to thank you one more time um, uh, for this wonderful open door. And thank you for sowing into our ministry. And thank you, you guys. Um, <clears throat> uh, my wife, I spoke to her late this afternoon, just before the service. And she apologized. She says, Andre, please try and schedule your next meetings in such a way that I can come to this church. She actually feels guilty. So it's in, I think it's almost uh, an absolute that she's going to come with me next time. So when she comes, please uh, behave and try to be normal. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. <laughs> uh, I think she will enjoy this area, and um, it's, 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 it's a beautiful area. Uh, church, one thing that we're going to do tonight is, and this is... This is probably very crucial to our ministry. I want to ask you, and I've got the permission of pastor to do this, and we only do this in churches that we really feel comfortable with doing it. I want to register a few two-month partners. You've heard me right, only two months. In July this year, I will be in Hong Kong, um, and the reason I said we're going to buy the tickets next week already is because I will have the dates by Saturday. And I know that July is very expensive to fly globally because it's high season, even uh, the beginning of August. But I'll have to be in Hong Kong because uh, there's 10,000 people waiting. And that could be, uh, if the Holy Spirit fall on those people, can you imagine what will happen in Eastern nations? So I want to ask you whether you can help me. And you say, Pastor, but you take a lot of time just for the offering and this. But you know what? This is... This is what we live from. Uh, if you can help us just July and August, uh, you don't need to be at, uh, somebody came to me tonight and she became a long-term partner, and I'm grateful for that. But do you know that I never ask people from the pulpit to become a long-term partner because I feel like I cannot put that, that responsibility on you. Uh, I just cannot do it. So if you can help us um, for July and August, that'll be the Hong Kong, South African. I will be in, in Africa as well. My schedule's already booked there. Would you just raise your hands? And Jojo, you and Shane, can you help me with these cards? And, and, and just give it to the people, those that raise their hands. And um, if, if, you, if you do give $30 or more, you will automatically receive a CD of the month as well. I ask you kindly to take that and fill it out now. So ask your best friend to help you with a pen. Um, if, if you don't feel comfortable with this, it's fine. I will understand. Uh, but if you want to be a, a two-month partner, we will so appreciate it. Again, um, what, it works like this. You will get a welcome letter in the next week that will just say, welcome, you're a two-month partner. Then you will not hear from us. In July and August, you will get a written letter from me personally, and you will also get one of these newsletters here uh, that is in front of me here. And I want, um, I want um, this young, the son of Shane, I want you to come here, Shane, your son, whatever his name is. 
I want you to give everybody that just raised their hand one of those brochures. That is a newsletter that go out every month to my partners. You will receive that July, and you will receive that in August. And uh, so you're going to receive that brochure from me in July, August, and you will receive a personal letter from me. In August, you will find these words in the letter. It will say something to this effect. That thank you that you've helped us for two months. You will not hear from us again. Uh, and the reason I do it that way, that's my promise, and I'm going to keep my promise. I will not bombard you for money. That's not what I do. I've seen the uh, abuse of that in America. I've seen the abuse on television when it comes to these things, and I'm very careful not to go that way. So if you can fill in that card now, and um, then you will see right at the end there's a little logo. You can tear that off, that right at the end there. You can tear that off and raise your hand, and we're going to pick up the card immediately. Uh, that way we will know with how much um, our partners has grown for July and for August. If you put there $30 or $100 or uh, $1,000 per month, or whatever you put there is per month, amen? So if you want to give $200, please put $100 because that's per month. Um, and no pressure. Um, if you feel after the service you, you would like to reverse your pledge, come to my table. I will give you a card back, and I will give you a sloppy kiss and tell you that I still love you because um, we, we, we do. This is for the kingdom of God. Church, I cannot go to Hong Kong, to be honest with you. Thank you, sir. I have canceled two weeks of meetings in July that was already booked last year, but I had to cancel it. And graciously, the pastors were kind enough to say, we understand if you feel an urgency, you must go to Hong Kong, then, then we will rebook. And they did that for me. So basically, we gave up our income for two weeks, and we have more expenses for Hong Kong and Africa. If you have not received a card and you want one, we can still give you one. Um, and thank you. When you finish, just raise your hand, and uh, Pastor Jojo and Shane will pick it up. And um, they will give it to us after the service. So just raise your hand when you're finished. Uh, you're finished, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, is anybody, there's somebody else in the back there that's finished. Thank you, sir. Anybody else finished? Uh, if you raise your hand, I will just point to you and Shane will pick it up. Amen. Okay. <clears throat> I really want to thank you, Pastor Lee, for the grace to do this. Now, the reason I do it this way is... Um, have I ever preached in your church about living stones um, in a shepherd's house? Well, if I ever come back, I need a minister that here, living stones in a shepherd's house. You know, when you, the Bible says sheep has the gift to go astray. That's one of the gifts that sheep have. It just go astray. So that's why when you work with sheep, don't tell sheep, now fill in the card and bring it to my table tonight. I will get two cards back because sheep go astray. The card goes straight into the person, you know. So that's why we do it this way. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, anybody else still busy and you want us to pick up your card? Thank you. Sir, um, I see that one woman waving like this. I hope it's not my card. Is that my newsletter? That you use? Okay, the card must come back. Newsletter, you can do this. Okay, man, thank you. I'm just teasing you. Okay. 
Um, right, I think that's everybody. Thank you, Jojo. Um, anybody still busy? Um, thank you, sir. Thank you. Right over here. Right over there. Thank you. Okay, everybody finished? I want to thank you greatly for, um, for doing this. I really appreciate you, and uh, I believe the Lord will, will respect and will honor you. How many of you believe that when you came to, thank you, Pastor, if you can just arrange that for me and just, yeah, remove it. Thank you, yeah. Thank you, thank you. How many of you believe that when we came to this meeting tonight, we had one thing in mind, and that is I want to I hear from God or I want to get in touch with God. How many of you know that when we came to a meeting like this, uh, we do not expect somebody that's going to talk about uh, your techniques, how to hit a golf ball and, and, and any of that. Uh, th this is a night where that we've set aside. Why do we, for, do, do we do four meetings like this from Sunday till, till tonight? We do it because we believe that what God says is very important. Uh, everything shall pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Why will I dedicate my life 36 years, to be very honest with you, um, my wife and I talk every day, and, and we count the days that we are together. Um, we literally count the days, 60%, 70% of the time I'm never home. Um, but why will I do this? Because Do you think I do this because I'm becoming a multimillionaire? No. Uh, I'm not on television. I don't do that. But, but what, what makes me do this? Because there's life in this. Although you get tired and you get weary and, and you feel like you want to go home and, and, and you never want to get and do this again, you never want to fly another flight. Uh, because to be honest with you, people ask me, how was your flight, Brother Andre? Well, okay. Can you ask me something different? Because everybody asks me, how was my flight? Well, it's nice of you to ask me, how was my flight? But from my perspective, it's not nice anymore <laughs> because you get pretzels. And, and, and if they don't give you pretzels, they give you peanuts. And, and I can almost do the, I can, I can serve a whole plane. I can do everything. I can do that thing that you put around. I can do the whole safety procedure, everything. I can almost go to the front and fly the plane for Delta Airlines. I'm that good because, man, I've been through all that. I, I, tomorrow I'm going to do it again. And, 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 and Thursday I'm going to do it again. And Sunday I'm going to do it again. But you know what? It's because God is in it, because this was prophesied by the Lord. So there's life in this. There's life in what we do, and that's why you are here tonight. Now, last night in the previous uh, services, we, I think the Lord has really spoke strongly to us this week. Um, and and I, was, I was not in a battle this afternoon, but I was, I was, I mean, I was through this whole Bible this afternoon and this morning and last night. And because when I go home, I struggle. Okay, what are, what are you going to say next, Lord? What are you going to say next? Um, and uh, th this, is, this is coming back to me all the time, the ladder of Jacob. I said, okay, Lord, now what about the ladder of Jacob? Man, I've been on the ladder of Jacob. I've been up and down the ladder this afternoon and up and down the ladder this morning because the ladder was in front of me all the time. And, and then I go to another direction. And then, the, and then I said, okay, God, if you want me to climb the ladder of Jacob tonight, let's climb it. Now, what is so significant about the ladder of Jacob? You must have heard about the ladder of Jacob, the dream that he had. And, and I'm not going to, I don't want to take too much of your time tonight. I, I want to actually cut this short. I want to show Shane and that I can do this in two hours and, 
And I'll go longer than that because he already critiqued me on how long I preach. And, but that's what Shane does. So, but tomorrow morning when he picks me up and he takes me to the airport, I will, I'll, I've got a few things to say to him. And uh, by the time he dropped me at the airport, his beard will be cut and he will, he will be taken care of. Amen. And I can just see the excitement of pastor. So excited that that's finally going to get done. Because, amen, hallelujah, praise God. In Genesis chapter 28, verse 11, it says, So he came to a certain place and he stayed there all night because the sun had set and he took one of the stones of that place and he put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. This is Jacob. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth. And its top reached the heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Now there's a lot of things that happen after that. But here we have Jacob. He's on a journey. And it says in verse 11, and the sun had set. And Jacob took one of the stones and he laid his head on the stone to sleep. When you look at that verse, you realize here is a man. The sun had set. The day has come to an end. And he found him in a place where the pillow for the night was a stone. When you look at that verse, you realize it's not the best of circumstances. I mean, you, you can put all the names of your mattresses that you buy in America. That's not what he had. And then on top of that, you can have, have you ever seen this ad on American television? My pillow. When I see that, my pillow, I want to scream. I want to throw all my pillows to the television screen and say, I'm tired of my pillow. I will not buy that pillow. Come on. Anybody that feel that way? Well, Jacob had a stone. You know, time, church, many times in your life and my life, the sun set. It's not sunrise, it's sunset. Now, I want to, don't want to preach about sunrise and sunset. But sunset tells me it was the end of the day. He's on a mission. Uh, he's not in a good place. And he's about to sleep. And his pillow was a stone. That speaks of circumstances that was not ideal. But it was in that very place of hardship, difficulties, that we read about this incredible dream that Jacob had. And what am I saying to you tonight? We've come to this meeting, and maybe there are people here that say, I'm at a sunset moment. I'm at a moment where things are tough and hard and where I need to lay my head down on a pillow, which is like a stone. When you go to bed tonight, you can sleep on a natural pillow, but because of the pressures of life and the difficulties of life and the challenges of life, you may feel tonight is going to be one of those nights where it's, it's, it's like a stone. It's tough. It's difficult. But it's normally at that season of your life that God comes and he surprises you 
were the greatest encounters of your life. A God encounter does not come always in good times. A God encounter sometimes comes when the pillow is a stone. And that's what happened with Jacob. And, 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 and when, I, when I read through this, and I, I was so frustrated with the Lord because, you know, the prophetic is, is, is actually a, a ministry you never should desire. Because you can read a scripture and the Lord can stir your heart, but he will not reveal to you the rest of it until you take the microphone in your hand and you speak it. And, and the Lord said to me, I want you to talk about this ladder because I will show you what will come out of the ladder. Now, the ladder was an encounter with God. And, and you don't read about ladders every day and in every chapter of the Bible. But, and I want to say to all of you, prepare your life as tough as it may be for a God encounter that will have a uniqueness that nobody else will have. Because this is a story that you don't read about a lot in the Bible. I mean, Jacob had an experience like that. And the Bible says he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth. It was, it was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. Everybody say, thank God it reached to heaven. You see, you and I live on the earth. And, and it doesn't matter how bad it is on the earth, as long as you and I have the confidence that somehow we are connected to the heavens. And I'm here to say to you tonight, you may be on a, you may be at, a, at, the, at the foot of, uh, at the feet of, of a ladder, or you may be at that place where the ladder touches the earth. That's where you live, in the dust of the earth. But God says somehow, prophetically, wherever you are in your situation, your circumstances, you have a connection that will end up in heaven. The Bible says this ladder uh, uh, was, was uh, uh, reached to the heavens, and then he saw angels of God were ascending and descending on it. You see, that's what you and I are after. We are after the ascending and the descending. In this service tonight, you may not see a lot of movement, but in the Spirit, the Lord says, I must tell you, there is communication between this spot in Hebrew Springs and the heavenlies. This is not a golf club meeting. This is a meeting where you, you need to know that on the top of the heaven, God is standing there himself. The Bible says here, and behold, the Lord stood above it. You know, that's awesome. Apart from the angels, the activity. Now, the angels that ascend and descend reminds me that God says, when I will establish a line of communication with you no matter where you are. I will establish a line of communication no matter whether your pillow is a stone. And, and, and on top of the ladder, the Lord stood himself. And, and that is my final word for this church, my final word for you this week. God says, doesn't matter where you are, on top of the ladder, God himself is taking position and he's going to speak to you directly. It says there, and the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father. Come on, your father. Uh, your father and the God of Isaac and the land which, on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. 
Maybe you are, you are lying. Maybe you are sitting. Maybe you are prostrate. Maybe you are in a situation where you even wonder, am I even still in the will of God? And then God comes and he says, in spite of your hardship where you are, already, that already belongs to you. Come on. How many of you believe that the fact that you live in this area, in Hebrew Springs, there's something in Hebrew Springs that belongs to you? If God says it, then that, 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 that's it. And he says, also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and the east, north and the south, and in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. And Jacob awoke from his sleep, and he said, surely... The Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. Surely, the Lord is in Hebrew Springs, and I did not know it. That's what he said. How many of you are ready for an encounter with God, and when you come out of it, you're going to come to a conclusion you've never had before? How many of you believe that God can do something in your area where you live that will change your thinking about the area where you live? Because that's what happened with Jacob. He said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid, and he said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Now watch this. It was sunset. He had a stone for a pillow. But once God, once God, once God appeared to him, watch, what he, watch, watch how he structured his words. He says, how awesome is this place. The first line says, he was afraid. Now the, the word afraid there is not afraid to the point that he is fearful of God. I think he, he had such reference for God. It's almost like, wow, I did not know last night when I took this stone and put it under my head that this place is such an incredible spot. God has the ability to change your worst experience into a gate to heaven. God is able to take your, your, your worst experience, your, the horrible spot where you are at your life, your business, doesn't matter what it is, and turn it into a gate that leads to heaven. Because he says, uh, and this is the gate of heaven. Hebrew Springs. And I want to say to many, many places where People minister and people pastor all over the world. I've been to strange places. All I want to say is when God established a ladder, God can turn any place into a gate towards heaven. How many of you believe that this church has, still has a destiny? You see, the destiny in this, of, of this church does not depend on your location. Because God says, look, you know, in the real estate world, they have a saying, and it sounds like this, location, location, location. 
The house must be in the right place. Location, location, location. That's the key word in the real estate world. God says no. I have the ability to turn any, any place into a location of significance. Because Jacob said, this is awesome. Oh, I hear that word awesome so many times. That's a word that the, the younger generation, oh, this is awesome. Oh, this is awesome. And sometimes when I see what they call awesome, I want to say, if that is awesome, can I just find another word for the real word awesome? Because, but you know what? When you have a God encounter, there he is. He says, this is awesome because this is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Then Jacob arose early in the morning and he took the stone that he had put at his head and set it on a pillar and poured oil on top of it. Now he, he takes a stone, he takes a stone and put it on a pillar, set it on a pillar and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of the place Bethel. And I think Bethel means house of God. So the morning when he, he got up, he now celebrate the stone. It's amazing how your perspective changes when God shows up. It's, 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 it's amazing how you start to celebrate unimportant things just because you had a God encounter. This place may be a weary and a dry place for many, but if there's one person tonight and you have an experience with God and God touches you and he gives you a ladder that where angels ascend and descend, you will never ever forget this place. I remember when I was 17 years old, 18 years old, I was on a camp in South Africa, and it was a Saturday afternoon, and I went to this little hut that had a little roof that was made out of straw, and it was just camping facilities, very primitive, and I went into that building, shut the door as a young man, and I just felt the presence of God all over me. I cannot tell you that I, 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 I mean, I was just young, and uh, I knew I knelt before the bed and I started to pray. I just felt I want to be alone. And I started to pray. And um, I will never forget that day as long as I live. And when I started to pray, I felt the presence of the Lord came into the place. And I still remember things that I prayed. I, I wept. I was so heavy under the anointing. And I said things like this. I said, Lord, you can send me wherever ever you want to send me. And I started to pray over the globe, and I started to see a vision of how, how God will send me, not knowing that I had a God encounter, and I have even gone back to that place to find out where is that little hut. Why? And I could not find the hut because they destroyed it. There's nothing there anymore. But why do I want to go back to a place that other people decided we're going to destroy this? We cannot use this anymore because I had a Jacob experience in that place. If I had a choice and I was there, I would have told them, you cannot destroy this place because this is the place where God has called me as a young man of 17 years old. And this is the place where God of Jacob appeared to me. And this is the place where he has sent me to go all over the earth. Why did you destroy the place? And then they will say, this is a place that was, has a stone and, a, and a, 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 that was made out of wood and have a few reeds. But then I will say to them, this is an awesome place. This was the gate that has God led me to heaven. What am I saying to you? 
when God shows up, he will take the, 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 most, the most dry place in your life and he will take the most weary season of your life. Come on, you young men from the other side. He will take, he will take the, the, the worst season of your life and he will turn it into the gate that leads to heaven. Ha! Come on, somebody. And when he turned it into the gate that leads to heaven, you will stand up the next morning and you will put oil on a stone and people will come to you and they will say, have you lost your marbles? Why do you put oil on a stone? I mean, there's many stones. And you will say, no, sir, you don't know. Last night, this was my pillow. But this morning, this is my remembrance because in this place, I heard the voice of God. I saw him on top of the ladder. And I had communication with God. <sighs> when the sun set, and you've got nobody close to you, and you're in a dry place, and your pillow is a stone, that's when you're at the best spot ever for a God encounter. Huh. Hallelujah. Then Jacob rose early in the morning, poured oil on top of it, called the name of the place Bethel. And Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and keep me in this way, that I am going and, give, then I'm, and going to give me bread and clothing, then I will come back to my father's house in peace, and the Lord shall be my God. There's people here tonight that says, Pastor, I feel like... The stones has become my best pillow. Pastor, I'm at the sunset of my life. I don't know, I don't know where, where my help will come from. God says, you're at the spot where I'm opening a gate that will lead to heaven. When Jacob woke up, he saw angels ascending and descending from heaven to the bottom of the earth. And back, and on top of the ladder, he saw Jesus. And the Lord says, I am with you. You know, I can preach for two hours. And you can say, well, I got nothing out of that. But in verse 13, the Bible says, he says, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, and the land on which you lie, I will give to you. God, when you read the scriptures there, you will see that God spoke five verses. Only five verses. In the time that I'm speaking to you, I already covered more than five verses. You see, church, but when you have a God encounter, five verses is enough. Because when he woke up, go and read it for yourself. God spoke five verses. And five verses transformed him. And I want to say to you tonight, when I leave Heber Springs, you may say, well, what shall we live from? How shall we overcome People come to me and say, oh, pastor, thank you for that word last night. Oh, thank you for that. And thank you for that. God says, no, when I'm gone, God's going to give you a letter. 
It's time that God established ladders again in America. It's time that God had give churches ladder experiences again, where we will see the communication between heaven and earth. You may not see angels, but God says it actually speaks of communication. How many of you are here tonight for the communication? You did not come to hear me. Because if you hear me, but there's no communication between you and heaven, then we've missed the mark. The reason you came into this building tonight, one by one, one by one, one by one, is not because of the guest speaker. It's because deep in your spirit, you say, I need a ladder experience. I need a ladder experience. I need communication with heaven. I want to hear the voice of the Lord on the top of the ladder. If I can just hear him, five verses is enough. Pastor, you can send us home in 20 minutes time. If I can just get communication and hear him at the top of the ladder and saying, I'm with you. Then it's, it's better than a whole day. How many of you say tonight, my pillow has been a stone lately. I'm living in the sunset. It's, I, you could be young. You could be 20 years old. You could be 30 years old. Come on, you guys. You could be 25 years old. You could be 32 years old. And you say, Pastor, I've ruined my life. I've messed up my life through drugs and addictions. The sun is setting over my life. I'm not talking about sunset in the, in the, in the context of being 80, 90 years old. I'm talking about sunset because of circumstances. God says, no, you may be at the sunset. You may feel like things are spinning out of control. And you may feel like your pillow for tonight is a stone. When you go to bed tonight, your mind is all over the place. Why have I done this? And why have I done this? And I've messed up this. And I should not have done this. It's hard. Even your thinking becomes like a stone. God says, it's at that place. When you don't have blankets and you don't have a mattress and you're uncomfortable and life is not good, that I will drop a letter in your dream. And when you wake up tomorrow morning, you're going to be a different man. How many of you want to be honest and say, I came so that the ladder can be reestablished in my life between me and heaven? If you say that, stand on your feet and come to the altar and say, talk to me, Lord. Communicate to me, Lord. You say, Pastor Andre, it is so different than last night. It's exactly. Why? Sometimes God gives us deep revelations. And look at this. The first man that's on their knees is the man from the other side. Because they realize, I'm sleeping on a stone. And the sun has set. But only if I can just... Hear his voice. I am with you, Jacob. Then it will be fine. Father, I thank you tonight that 
this is the night in which you're going to restore the ladder. You're going to restore the communication between heaven and earth.